G'day punters, preview time. It's Thursday morning. We're going to be looking at Doombin in particular, the two features up there. We've got the Doombin Cup and the Brisbane Sprint. Is that what it's called? BRC Sprint? Whatever it's called. And we'll take a look at a race at Flemington. Shane Curlio, Mark Road and Jack Dickens here to help me preview the races. Curls, we'll start with you because it's your home ground. Uh, what's this meeting looking like at Doombin? Yeah, it's a race meeting um, with nine races and horses. Um, yeah, look, it's um, I think it's a little bit deeper card overall with better quality across the card here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Adam Sandler's just been dropping some quality gear just before the show started and he's just not sure how to bounce off it, are you? Nah. <laughs> I mean, we've, all, we've all been a little bit put off by Tommy Shelby just rocking out of nowhere. <laughs> He already looked like the youngest bloke on the team despite being the oldest, and he's just up the stakes again. So, I'm a little bit rattled by the um, by the tweet this morning about what I think about Warwick. That's what sort of... Which cousin were you like? Um, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. I've actually, I'm about to send him an email offering him a proper job, so stand by. Not while I'm here. <laughs> can't cop. I can't cop that. Um, Jack. Engagement. Yeah. Great. At my expense. Would have been funny if it was fucking you or Pistol or someone else. Would have been <laughs> hilarious. Um, anyway, we digress as usual. Um, where do you want to start? Let's start with the Group 1, hey? The Doom and Cup. Sure. What a place is any, do you think? Well, great. Great looking race. You've busy, been busy, tricky speed map, though. What are you going to do there? This is race yeah, 7 yeah. at Doom. I'll tell you what. There's two two things that can play out here. Uncle Chris can send a pacemaker in either Toffee Tongue or Shared Ambition. And I'm sort of like, I know that Chris watches this show for tactics. Um, <laughs> and it, like, I'm urging him to do it because I want to be on Humidor at $31. I think this is a classic case, though. I, I couldn't agree more with Humidor, but it's like when, we're, when I was a younger form analyst. We believe Humidor is the most likely winning chance of his stable. So, therefore, we're doing the tactics to suit that horse. Correct. That's probably not the case. It's prob probably, yeah, pro probably not. Is a pro closer to definitely not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but in saying that, in saying that... If like, they did, it would work. Yes, Chris, exactly right. <laughs> Come on, Uncle. Now, listen, if they don't, I'll tell you what will happen if they don't. Zaki will win again. There's a third way, which is not suicidal, putting it on for Humidor and not walking around and playing into Zaki's hands, and that's going to the front on Shared Ambition and gradually upping it from about the 800. Just making Zaki do a little bit, a bit earlier, get him off the bit a bit earlier than he, a on earlier than he wanted to be. And Shared Ambition will just keep rolling at one pace. We saw that at Rose Hill two starts back and on other occasions as well. That would be the optimal way to ride him, I think. Where, yeah, where, I... Do, where do you map Zaki, like, draw nine, Melody Bell inside it, similar sort of early speed? Oh, look, this is the... Like, it's like it's a, just a... It's a grey one for me because, like, I could easily I could easily see Zaki just, just sort of falling into the 1-1. One, one. Same as last time. Like, everything else wants to get cover. And, like, and J-Mac just dawdling across from the wide gate while everyone's trying to get cover. And he just lobs, like, you know, maybe OSL, 
maybe third with cover. Like, it doesn't matter. I just, like, there's no other speed. Like, I've sort of thought shared ambition leads. What else is there? Like, Southern France has dropped... Like, he's a non-speed horse, but over 3,200, isn't it? Like, yeah. Um, it's, yeah. That's even if it's an on-speed horse. I, like, I, suppose it, I suppose they go forward. I don't know like, where else is it going to be. What, what about 50 stars? Doesn't it get a pretty good run from that draw? And that, at last start, SP9 versus 360. Now we're going to get 15 versus 280. Nah. 50 stars has got a worse a worse map than last start. Okay. I think from the gate. Like, it's one of those same sort of scenario where you've got all these horses drawn inside it that are going to just try and grab for cover. Do they half have to sort of go forward a little bit there and try and slot in rather than go back and try and slot in? Well, like, it's, a, it's a huge question. Is it a positive or negative jockey switch? It's uh, Willie Pike, who I know Curls will be thinking it's a positive after the what he did to us yesterday, but that's Willie Pike to John McNeil. Oh, that's very grey. There's is. no right or wrong answer there. It is. Like, if, like, if he goes back from the gate, like, you've got Humidor, Natoya, Avilius, um, you know, Melody Bell all drawn inside it that are all going to sort of slot back from their gates as well with cover straight away. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he gets the back of Lozaki. If he goes forward, he can. There's like, there's no real speed. Avilius, Natoya, Humidor, even Brandenburg, he's got covered. Magadu and Sir Dragon just jump and try and go to sleep on the rail. Yep. Yes, look, he had the back of Zaki at the Gold Coast and Zaki dropped him like a wet rag. Yeah. Well, Zaki dropped everything like a wet rag because they just went so slow. Yep. So that it's, it's all tempo related here. If it's a strong run 2,000 metre race and Zaki wins, he's legit. If it's another sit sprint like it was in the Hollandale, he'll probably win again and, and I'll still have a query at 2,000 on him. But he could be a good horse and we're going to find out because he's up against some good horses in this with um, group, sort of... one, group one Glenn on Sir Dragon, eh? Um what sort of track do you expect on Saturday too? Oh, yeah, it'll be a, a little bit. It would be better than what it was last Saturday. Um, it did play fairly even. Obviously, the inside was they were trying to steer away from it. So I think we'll, it'll it'll be a bit firmer underfoot uh, this week than what it was last week, but similar similar pattern. So like a soft track, soft five, you know. Good four on the day, maybe. Um, it's a tough one, eh? Like it's like I can price I can price Zaki off a, off a slow tempo. I can get it as low as a dollar seventy eight. Yeah, because it's just got the best stash in the field. So you think you're back? Um, I think it's favourite to be moderate tempo, and like you say, like moderate early tempo and shared ambition cranking up. But, you know, Jim Burns on shared ambition. Um, I'm not sure whether Jimmy's recalibrated his clock after the ride on graph last week. If he hasn't, <laughs> um, it'll be a strong tempo. Yeah. If you thought that was going easy. 
the track, the track record. Yeah, I got outside the leader quite easily, and when I asked him to go at the 400, he was pretty disappointing. <laughs> so we might uh, be looking for the horse that wants sort of 3,000 here. Actually, uh, yeah. Timmy needs to pull out one of his old Ipswich rides. He always used to take off at the 4 Exxon. Um, yeah. Here. <laughs> I don't know. It's very grey. Look, I'm not, I'm not giving much here, am I? But... Um, you know, like I said, a six-sprint affair, he'll be a short-price favourite if they're just dawdling around at the 600 and they're dashing home. But um, So it's hard to sort of... It's hard to be conclusive because um, I feel like I'm maybe trying to half-urge a bit of Walla Tempo here for Humidor, which is a trap you don't want to fall into. But at $31, uh, Humidor, if Humidor's winning, I will be too, that's for sure. What did you make at Sir Dragon, eh? Like, I know Glenn obviously is right. Pretty straightforward, mate. We just completely pot the Adaeb form like all our Sydney <laughs> correspondents have been potting the Adaeb run. Yeah, but surely still that's better than Zaki form. Zaki Gold Coast form. Yeah, it is. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it is. How... Now... How, how, how's Melody Bell four times the price of Sir Dragono? Because she's, um, it's her last ever run. She'll be retired. She's here for yeah, breeding yeah. purposes, surely. She's here to go to the broodmare sale next week. Everyone in the racing industry loves their horses. I'm sure this horse is um, feeling great and being well looked after and expected to run a great race. It wouldn't be you know just being used up for a bit more prize money, surely. So I, I just don't understand the price. It. I'd rather spec it and uh, 50 stars at the big prices and maybe even shared ambition. Like you keep saying, it's going to be on the on the bun. It's going to be like there or thereabouts. Has to be there, doesn't there's it? No, like, there's no like, worry shared ambition map. So we've got like, I've got a position in a leader at the big price. I'm just trying to get the favourite beat, really. Yep. Yep. Shared ambitions. Like if there's no speed and um, if you think it's going to be a moderate tempo and and Zaki can win. Well, you have to be on some. You have to have something on shared ambition at sixteen dollars, um, because it could, as uh, Mark said, it could sort of get rolling from the eight hundred and still be strong at the at the end of two thousand, where there's that little query on Zaki. It's only, it's uh, only missed a placing at two thousand meters shared ambition once from six attempts, three wins, one second, one third. And he was a month. He was five weeks between runs the other day too. So there's probably more to come. Yeah, he was. He did have that barrier trial, I suppose, as well, in between. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, yeah. Like, I'm sounding fucking inconclusive here because I am. Well, you are because there's, there's, there's three wall horses. You love Humidor, which makes a lot of sense. But then the other two, like, even Toffee Tongues, five goes 2,000 metres, two wins, two seconds, one third. Yeah. That's very grey behaviour. It's going to get a beautiful run there from three with Nash. Does love an inside draw too, that horse. Oh, filthy. You've set yourself up beautifully to be filthy, whatever happens here. Because if Zaki yeah. outside lead and wins by three at 250, you'll be thinking, I should have had, you yep. know, triple max on that. Yeah, yep. exactly. And then Bossy will probably just pop off the fence. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's a group one. Like, he's he's not going to be not trying. He'll be trying yeah. for the first time we've seen in, what, a couple of weeks. We'll put it that way. If he had to spend 100 bucks right now, how would we spend it? Each of us. I'd back something at Belmont. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. I love how you get around every idea we've got. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
I'd have to have like ten dollars on Humidor and share the others, spread the others across shared ambition and Zaki to try and win. Gotcha. It's a pot, that's look. I'm, sounds like I'm potting Sir Dragon and Muggetu hasn't even been mentioned yet. He's the All Star Mile winner from a low gate and a soft run. Um, that's very Alan Thomas uh, behaviour. That hey Larry, there's one we haven't even mentioned yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Um, I tell you what, the only thing I am certain about is if Avilius uh, wins, I don't. Yeah. 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 Fair enough too. <laughs> that's one thing I'm certain about. I turned up here trying to get Zaki beaten, um, but the more you've talked while trying to pot it, the more confident I am it's just going to win. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. of my um, hundred bucks worth of Monopoly money, I'll have eighty on Zaki and twenty on shared ambition. I'd have twenty-five bucks on fifty stars, shared ambition, Melody Bell, and Toffee Tongue. And Pete's taking his hundred to lunch. Yeah, thanks Pretty for much. playing, Peter. Like, <laughs> like, it, there's an insight punters that I just the, the, the way this man operates. He couldn't even just throw a pretend hundred dollars around. I would go an exact trifecta no. on, like a straight trifecta on Sir Dragon A to beat Zaki to beat Shared Ambition. <laughs> there you go. If you're gonna give me a hundred bucks every time, I'm gonna hit one of these trifectas, and I can just you know roll That's around. Actually, if it's free credit, that is the way to use it. That is yeah. 100%. That'll buy you a lot of McFlurries. What sort of car will you buy? Actually, if you live in Perth, you'd be able to buy an, an S2000, which is like a Ferrari in Perth, I read somewhere. Did you read that? No, but it probably comes with a, a rock salt lamp in the uh, front passenger seat. Let's go to Brisbane or Doombin Race 8, the BRC Sprint over 1350 metres, which used to be the 10,000, but now it's not. Let's start with the map here, Kels, because this looks like chaos. Well, it does, in a way. Um, Let me just click over to race 8 on puntingform.com.au. Yeah, righto. So, Sir Coney, Nash, low draw, forward. Nick Ryan, flying. Yep. He's in the big leagues now, brother, in Queensland. <laughs> a bit, bit different to them off-season Caulfield meetings, mate. This is proper <laughs> racing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's see what benchmark figures we produce Monday morning. Um, Almedo, right? Really interesting runner for me, Almedo. A uh, bit of recency bias because we took $12 about it last start when it SP'd six and pissed in. <clears throat> um, on speed as well. Then you've got a couple of scumpers out wide, um, like Axe, I don't know what to do with. Like, looked like Tarzan, but raced against Jane last start. Rolls forward. Fender is sort of cast from the gate. I think has to go forward and Emerald Kingdom is always like half a step slow out of the gates and then driven forward. The speed map does look like filthy on punting form. Mm. Like when when you open up this race, you just that's almost enough for me not to even look at the race, to be honest. Yeah. Do you, are you well, confident in picking that apart? Or, and does that matter to you, the speed map aspect as much? Yeah, it matters. Um, so like in this sort of race, you've got like a horse that I like, Old Mito, like it's his, it's fresh, 
It's a hard-going horse anyway, so it's going to be on speed from the gate. Um, the format the of that head, wins okay too. Yeah, reloaded, come out and and somehow reproduced a figure and ran past a horse in the straight. Um, and then you've got a couple of up-and-comers um, down the bottom, which are the the closers and big closers. Uh, number fourteen Garibaldi with. Glenn sit down bossy on and 17 skins who's got Steph Thornton um, that, looked, that look like the two horses that are going to be, yeah, they're the two horses like up and comers coming through the grades trying to win here to get their rating up for a strad break or something like that. Um, certainly D-Day for, for Garibaldi, um, like it was murdered the other day uh, and right off, is a good jockey switch. Um, drops a lot in weight. His figures were nothing short of fucking enormous. How like, bad do you think Michael Rod's going? If you like three from sixty-one, it's a positive switch for you. <laughs> big day, um, though. big day. It's a big Group One day, but yeah, yeah I, look, I understand this Group One theory with Boss, but it's not, in my opinion, it's not. It's not Group One. It's it's prize money, Boss. Whatever, it's the same thing. Prize money. This is a hundred seventy-five thousand dollars race. Yeah. But either way, Rod murdered it last time, and he's off. So anyone else on is good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> now he drops in weight, rises in grade. Have a look at his punting form figure for his last six hundred last week, last start. <laughs> right. Like. I know that went slow because he was completely jagged out the back. But, like, be serious. Like, 14.7 below benchmark. Yeah, there's not many horses that are capable of running that, are they? Nah. And he's got a great gait. He's still going to get back a little bit, but it's going to be off a serious tempo. Like, he just... Like, it's got everything in his favour to produce what... To reproduce what he's done, you know, on his way through the grades to step up again here. What about on the 1st of uh, May? Is SP almost the same price as 13th Fender, who's 15 bucks here? Why is that? Uh, Fender was on speed that day in a walker's race and Garibaldi was out the back. And we've talked about uh, how tricky this map looks. And this map doesn't suit Fender at all. Um, yeah. The other one, Skins. Now, DVD, the yard watchers will want to see this thing in a, in a lather of sweat and completely fizzy. Uh, not necessarily a lather, but it wants to be free sweating. Um this is an interesting one because um, this is a negative switch for me and it's drawn wide. So it's going to give Garibaldi a head start and have to be wider than it in the straight. So it's going to come down a little bit to how the track's racing on the day. A little bit. Um, I think Gary, I've got Gary ahead of it because of those few factors. Um, you know, one's Golan, one's David Van Dyke. 
there's no there's nothing between there. Like there's no negatives either way there or positives one over the other. So I'm just I'm with Garibaldi here to get over the top. Um, if I just don't there's no reason why the tempo won't be strong here with those on speed horses. Like Olmedo's a strong going horse anyway. Like he led over a mile last start when he won, went out negative ten basically, and he led. Um, he went a similar speed to a fucking Pearl Harbor Japanese kamikaze pilot <laughs> after the start before. He's like, on? I'm going out and I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> fucking flat lick. Um, and that's just him as a horse. So he's going to race the same way here. So there has to be tempo. There has to be tempo. And Garibaldi's the one. Love it. Tofane's a Fain's a in this race. Tofane, is that how you pronounce Tofane. it? Tofane. Tofane. Didn't it win a Group One? Yep, the All Age Stakes last year. And is it? Yeah, I knew the answer, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it a chance with the map? She well, had it's, it's a, a play, isn't it? Um, she had an operation which, um, what was it? It was a pretty significant one. I can't remember, but. Uh, I thought it did enough first up, but it it is on the comeback from an operation. Just bear that in mind. And I'm pretty sure that she's here for the same reason as Melody Bell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lovethehorse.com. Hashtag. Um, straight in the broodmare sale next week as well. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's so fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, look, I don't know. Like a like, I don't know what else I'm missing here. I like Master Jamie's already got a ticket as a horse. I've talked about a bit, a fair bit, but it's got a really bad map. It's already got a ticket to the Stradbroke. Won't be getting knocked around. Look, I just can't find much else. It just looks like map favours Gary, and um, it's got no weight, and I expect it just to be like scorching down the centre and getting over the top. Done. Sorry for having not much further to add to that. Like I just keep coming back to it. That's good. Clarity. Um, yeah. What price um, have I got? You've got. I've I've, I've got it favourite. Gary. A little bit of meat on the bone. Good. Mm. Shall we head to Flemington, Peter? Yes, we should. I'm I'm on mute at the moment because I've got some guy drilling into a roof and I've got the, the leaf blower man. He's down there blowing the leaves from one side of the courtyard Mate, to the I'm next. I'm telling you right now, that leaf blower guy is absolutely a drug dealer for someone like laundering cash because he's fucking there every day. It's like it's like the painter that's always painting the same house. Yeah. Unbelievable. And, and you've moved from the the city out to the, well, not out to, out to a bit where nice. I am, but South Yarra, and now you've got more construction work. It's very stiff. And South Yarra looks like Hong Kong at the moment. It's bloody cranes everywhere. Yeah, no, it's very stiff from moving from a penthouse apartment in the, in the city to a penthouse apartment in South Yarra. Poor pistol. <laughs> Get around him, punters. You obviously can't afford heating, though. Look at what he's wearing. <laughs> Environmentally conscious, our man, Pistol. I am. I don't believe in heaters. I think heaters are for the weak. Seriously, you can just put on more clothes. <laughs> just like, you know. 
Focus or set the mind get them in the form in the cold. Well, exactly. Or set something on fire. They're both good options. All right. <laughs> Flemington, the Hilton Nicholas straight six. Matthew Hill will be calling the mayor. Uh, great again. Let's start with him, Uncle Lindsay. I thought he was okay there at Warrnambool. Yeah, not a great ride. Um, interesting, and like, just like back to the bossy stuff, this race is worth 140000 It's a listed race. It's $35,000 less than the Group 2 we just did at Doombin. So almost certainly Group 1, Glenn won't be trying in that race. Is that what you're saying? It's not enough cash? Yeah, that's my thinking. <laughs> it might just be in a good mood if um, Sir Dragonos won the Doombin Cup, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then is he going to roll the dice to take those gaps when he's just won... You know, whatever he's won. Maybe. I reckon um, three anything, say like, no. if it was anything like my football career, if I was on Sir Dragon and won a group one, I'd be indisposed for the rest of the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a little chat pre-show, guys, about Curly and Roden as footballers. It, it, I'd love some commentary on, on, on the socials. Do you reckon Curly wore um, short sleeve, like, no, like a singlet top with the socks up? Or long sleeve socks down. Favorite dominant favorite would be obviously socks up and a, and a normal jersey like like the rest <laughs> of the population in football. But uh, <laughs> let me know what you think. Um, yeah, this race at Flemington, hundred forty thousand dollar race down the straight. Peter, does Great Again need it to be wetter than it's going to be though? I was just checking the forecast and it does not look positive for the Black Seal, as he's called. So, all right, we're just putting a line straight through great again. Where do we go to? <laughs> well, when you first do the race, uh, I sort of started to come to number seven, Streetcar Stranger, J-Car Road. Uh, gave it a, like, it was, I think it might have been the day where she rode five at oh, Caulfield. Oh, and um, it was completely blessed in run as a great ride. I don't think it's going to be as blessed here. Uh, it's coming from like a rail out 12 metres to a Flemington Strait. It's never seen the Flemington Strait. A stack of reasons why I don't want to be with it and I'm not going to be with it. The, the, it forms plain, like really plain versus some of these. Um, there's two horses that I like. They are number 16, Capriccio, for Dan Bowman and Harry Coffey. Um it was given less than none, I thought, at Warnable, just the way the race was run, the track was racing. It was enormous late. Did some really nice work. Um, has won before down the straight. I like to find straight horses when we're looking at Flemington uh, straight races. Um, I think from Barrier 5, it can be there or thereabouts and, and run a really nice race. Obviously, it's a big, it's, at the moment, it's a big field and the way this straight races, it normally races the same for that for the entirety of the day. So this horse is going to be midfield at best, I'd say. Um, the other horse will be worse in midfield. Hopefully, we'll have its back. It'll be right near Ocular uh, and Irish songs. It's number six, Pandemic, which might get one of the biggest switches of all time. It's uh, Willie Pike to Damien Oliver, which is as big as they get in racing, particularly when you're going um, from an Adelaide race to back to Flemington, where Ollie's probably won... I don't know, conservatively, say, 30 or 40 group ones, like proper group ones too, with prize money attached. Um, so it gets the blinkers on. Like, like Great Again was knocked off by Innkeeper last start, for example. Mm. Viridine, Viridine ran second to the horse that won the 
group race in Adelaide last week. The Peter or someone. Still on mute, brother. Mm. You're talking I know what you mean. It's not a real race, yeah, but yeah. It still won it. It's it's, it's proper form. Um, before Save that, it to Excel. Yeah, before that, it like two starts ago at SP five dollars versus Ancestry, who would start like the same sort of price here. It ran third and was like really good. SP three dollars with Oliver on in an hundred and forty thousand dollar listed race at Flemington behind Fabergino over a thousand meters. I don't think there's a horse in Australia that would beat Fabergino over a thousand meters down the straight. Even Nature Strip would like it'd be a, a contest, and I'll be back in Fabergino. Um, I don't. Has it lost Peter down the straight over a thousand? Fabergino, maybe four from four. Uh, I don't know. What am I? President of the Fabergino anyway, fan club. Well, yeah. Well, at the mailbag, yes, you are the number one ticket holder. I'm checking. Um, anyway, the horse was very good last start. It looks to be going well. Blinkers on. Ollie on. Good form races, proper form. I can't believe the price. I, I can't believe it's not $3 or shorter. I think it will start $3 or shorter. Um, you know, often I'm wrong, but I, I just can't see how this horse doesn't start sort of two fifty on Saturday and just piss in. I'll start, I'll, I'll start pointing out where you're wrong by saying that uh, Fabergino has been beaten down the straight at Flemington on a couple of occasions. Over what distance? Once in the Group 1 Darley yeah. behind Bivouac. Uh, beaten eight, and then yeah. But what distance was that? Twelve hundred thousand and twelve hundred or a thousand. Twelve hundred, and then it ran fourth over a thousand in the Group One Black Caviar Lightning Stakes to Nature Strip. Yeah, but so it's a proper great, horse down the straight. Great, great Flemington straight form, particularly over a thousand meters. And uh, so pandemic probably couldn't have done more than it did that day. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. I just think it and pisses in. The other horse has got some like hope here and probably gets out to a bigger price but it's got to carry Jay Mott is Hal Vorson uh, just get, it'll get me what, much worse than midfield be wide last and swooping but this horse does go well the straight um, it loses Andrew Mallion but both Andrew Mallion and uh, Madison Lloyd I think both thought they were going to knock off Sartorial Splendor last time they raced down the straight until they realised that, oh, hang on, no, we're not going to catch it because we walked for the entirety of this race. <laughs> if you look at the head-on Stewart's vision, both of them are very comfortable with where they are in the race, and then all of a sudden they shit their pants because they can't catch the horse. So I think Hal Vorson's going pretty well, but it's just a horse that it needs everything to go right. So very, very keen to back number six, Pandemic, and have something on number 16, Capriccio. Okay. Any um, any thoughts on um, on James Cummings? Um, apart from well, but what one of the most it? apart from one of the most uh, <clears throat> strangest pre-race comments and and the vocabulary used to describe their runners' chances. Um, how's the stable going? They're a bit like well, I know they're only five from their last fifty, like striking at ten percent. Seem to be running a lot of miners and and not sort of. Uh, only Same. I thought, like, like, like the, the, the day that the, the pandemic day. raced at um, Morpherville, it and Viridine both couldn't win the way they were ridden, with the way the track raced. Uh, mm. Pike slaughtered Flexible in the Oaks, or whichever ever race that was. Yep. You know, he could have won two big races that day, and all of a sudden we're saying he's back, and that was mainly track play and tactics. Um, his horses yeah, look to me like they're getting through the line good enough. Yeah. In other words. I wouldn't dare say that they were tactically inept, just in case someone f heard you say it. 
No, I thought Viridine and Pandemic. That's just how they're that's how they're written, and the track yeah. was not suiting that at all. Yeah. On yeah. on the, at that stage of the day, they couldn't have any had any other option. Flexible, on the other hand, you know, we anticipated it sitting a little bit closer, but it didn't. Indeed, they have only trained three winners in the Melbourne metropolitan area in the last ninety days. Mm. That's not great. Someone's from forty-eight someone's, goes. Someone's not doing their job properly. That's a bit scary. It is. But look, if anyone can get them back into form, it'll be me tweeting that stat and yes. boom. Make that the addition two of the Thursday facts. I didn't receive a message from Campbell Royal Willer thanking me for getting him going either. Um, <laughs> but um, wow, it swings at roundabouts because I stopped him in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't abuse me, so... Actually, no, I think he liked my tweet praising him, which is you just never, ever, ever, any jockeys watching, and hopefully there are none, um, never, ever do that. Never like or retweet praise you. No, I, I actually enjoy jockeys that like my tweets when I pot the ride. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's fine, but when right. if you say, you know, what a ride, M-Rod, for instance, just picking yeah. out of him, he's yeah. back to his brilliant best, and then he likes it, then that's recipe for disaster. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't, like... Uh, can't ride downhill if you're not going to be prepared to get pushed right back up it. Oh, by the way, if you tip a winner and you like a tweet when someone gives you a rap, that's fine. It's, yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's totally different. Business. Trumpeting is what Twitter was designed for, mate. Yeah. Um, I like the fact. Uh, what gives me, what warms my heart is that is that some jockeys go and search their name on tweet oh. post meeting just to see what they're <laughs> saying and get the odd like. Like that warms my heart that they're doing that. Um, but imagine all the bile they'd have to wade through to, you know, to like one tweet. That can't it'd be, be tough. It'd be tough being Peter Volandis right now too if he reads tweet. <laughs> Mate, he's gone and done it in his own puff piece. He's part of the Daily Telegraph. Uh, <laughs> you are totally wrong to think that this man isn't completely in his element. Yeah. Me, two, me, me. Two things that have to get mentioned on the show that are totally not related to the show. Um... Two things on tweet. Cool. One we've, got of them the, was, we've got the bulk out of the way, so now if it gets too much, we can just cut it. So if it stops yeah. suddenly, guys, you know what's happened. One of the one of the tweets was, um, we better ease up on the Volandis hate on Twitter. We might end up with... We know Volandis has a lot access to a lot of them. <laughs> you better cut that out. You better yeah, cut that I saw out. That. I saw that and I loved it. <laughs> and then... I, do the mail acting over his mouth again. <laughs> and what about the what a, what about the how it started, how it's going? You know those tweets. There's one there of Volandis, you know, with his normal pose. Uh, artic, big, a big article. How PVL and the NRL rescued Australia. And then the, the latest one, the Volandis. I am not Superman. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He's Oh, he is the greatest like, self-urger oh, in the history of the world. Like, take notes, take notes. Um, just speaking of shit. Actually, yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Philandis, uh deserves a nomination for Trumpet of the Week because yeah, no, because when he's saying I, when you read the heading, I am not Superman. It's like and when I read that, I'm going, he's saying I'm not Superman, but I'm pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm capable of doing a lot of shit that most people can't. But I am not Superman. Like I run racing from nine to five, 
<laughs> and then I run the NRL from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. And then I, I sleep sometime. I'm not Winston Churchill. There's a, I'm not Superman. There's an implied, but I'm pretty fucking close. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there or thereabouts. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking Batman. <laughs> oh. Just just do the, the mailbag the whole way until now, Peter. <laughs> That's the preview show. Uh, thanks for watching. Powered by punningform.com.au. We all use punningform. You should too. Head to the website. Get yourself a subscription for as little as $10 a week. We've got accountable betting advice results on our website, themailbag.com.au. Peter's betting at Ascot on Saturday. Where else are you betting, Peter? Nah, it's back to Belmont. We've got the, uh, the War of the Trench once again. Uh, looking forward to seeing... Which horses missed stride and which of them survived to uh, to get us the wins? So as as the horses pass the post there at Belmont on Saturday, just imagine what Peter will be doing. He will be rewinding and just looking for anything that looks like it's skipping over a little bit of a ditch there at about the 100-metre mark. Mark Roden, where are you betting this week as we finish it off? Rose Hill, one of the deepest cards you'll ever see. 137 acceptors. Going to take me all day to get through that. And back to Newcastle as well for the provincials. Beautiful work. Curls, anything else outside of the usual Saturday marathon? Um, only that the, the tab meeting at Nanango on Saturday afternoon will be... Um, I'll be finding something there for us to, to bet on just so we can say we've had a bet at Nanango. <laughs> just when you think about some of the stuff we've watched at like, the Gold Coast, that that young oh. rider the other day, like imagine what we're going to see at Nanango. Yeah, we get to see a lot of strange stuff happen on racetracks up here, but Nanango will be next level. All right, and uh, Jack and I have got prices, and we're betting at Kilmore today, probably packing them tonight, but definitely Geelong tomorrow and likely Cranbourne before Flemington on Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. Hope you win. Bye for now.